listening to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Ava Marie. And I'm Shana Dixon. And today we're going to be talking about elevating your self-worth. Now to Shonda, I'm going to hand it over because this was your idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, first I want to I level set, make sure we're on the same page. So when you think about your self-worth, what is it that, that you would, what would be embodied in your self-worth? Like, what are you thinking about when you're saying self-worth? She asking me this because we're not aligned. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. All out there. So we're clear. Just so we're clear. So, I mean, I I don't know what this means, if I'm going to be honest. Okay. I was like, I know I said self-worth, but I was like, oh, well, how are you valued by others? She was <laughs> like, like, makeup. <laughs> I was like, what? That's not what I'm thinking. <laughs> Sorry, I had to put you I, out there like that, but yes. She did. Put me on blast. I did not understand the assignment. I currently do not understand. For me, for me I think about like um, really feeling like you're valued. And, and I think that the, the things I would align to that kind of talk track is like this imposter syndrome or like settling in your relationships or settling in your career or uh, like that's what I was thinking. But I do think I do think that there is a physical component as well about how you feel about yourself and and how you show up and how you display how you feel about yourself. And I do think there's a physical element to that. So um, she's saying I could say makeup because <laughs> that that makes me feel good. <laughs> It's okay, it does, okay. I spent a lot of extra time on my makeup today and I was feeling really good. But I think that that is an answer. That is an answer. And I think it's an answer that people don't want to say because it seems a little superficial, but you have to acknowledge that when you feel desirable, when you feel attractive, I do think that that makes you step up a little bit. So when we talk about- And I want to, and I want to caveat that because that to me wasn't the exact point, but for me, it was like, I got, I had time in the morning. I took my time. So it was about I did something it, so. artistic, okay. something a little creative. I tried something new, you know what I mean? I don't think I did a great job, but I'm like, the whole process for me was just like enjoyable. Oh, that's interesting. That's not where I would have taken that at all. Um, like, so, so you're saying- So does you, that count? That I, I think it does. I, I think that you're saying that you can elevate yourself by actually spending more time with yourself and and getting some different cylinders going, like your artistic brain, I think is what you said, um, and and loving yourself a little bit. Don't ask no introvert this question because <laughs> that's what I be loving to do all the time. <laughs> okay, Perhaps this well, is why I'm challenged by the question. Yeah, no, no, no. It's so funny because when I thought about like elevating myself, I was thinking about like community uh, and really about getting around other people. But I think as you talk to more people, you humanize everyone else. Cause I think, I think about like comparison and that I think that we all are like, they were there. I think there was a statistic, I can't remember exactly what it was, but they talked about how Facebook or social media is not healthy because it, it provides this mechanism for comparison. But also to say on the other side of that, I think that when you compare more realistically, not just their highlight reel, but when you compare right. more realistically, 
it kind of takes people down a notch and and i like and when i say take people down it it makes them more like you uh and so how is this self-worth this Put a bow on that for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is that I think that we think less of ourselves because we're much more critical of ourselves. But if mm-hmm. you understand that more people are human and more people are like you, you're a little less critical because you realize that you're more like everyone else that you're you're in the room with. Um, gotcha. Does that make gotcha. more sense? Yeah, I, I'm following you. I'm following you. Yeah, I'm like... I, I do. That makes sense to me. Personally, I feel like I'm an odd person when I say this, but like, I don't like spending time with people. <laughs> At all? I mean, just limited, you know, certain people. Yeah. But like, I really, I really enjoy spending time. I, I do like, so most recently, so I, I went to dinner with someone I hadn't seen in a while and someone who I would I would classify as being very different from myself. And I loved it. And I loved it because I got a perspective that I wouldn't get elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I got a, 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 a life thought, like of how they see life and, and the things that they think they're important. Like, I feel like human relation and, and engaging other people opens you up like this dialogue like like i think mm-hmm. that it is a necessary part of the human experience um even if you are you know introverted as you say uh, i think that there's a lot to be gained from relationship and i'm not saying none i'm just saying for me limited mm-hmm. um you know i'm in a space where I've talked to people all the time and talked to them about some very difficult and like, you know, personal things at work all day long. And so, and I'm constantly being pulled out of my comfort zone. And so I just feel like when I am turned off, I don't want nothing. (laughs) Like, I just want that me time back and that, you know, in the occasional, you know, I was able to catch up with a friend that I hadn't seen in years um, last week in just like a kind of a happy hour type setting. And I was like, that was so good. But then I had another one right after her. And then I was with people nonstop for the next three days. And all that happened last week. And so now I'm like, I don't need to see people for about two months. And I'm good. I'm good. I guess it would say to when I'm I'm hearing that I'm also thinking diversity of relationship that mm-hmm. you get different things from different people, um, and so I think what you're saying is you're overextended in the <laughs> emotional capacity building, you know, that kind of relationship. But I think that you find that there's other aspects that you're not getting because you're not mm-hmm. having other types of relationships that are also um, I want to say helpful in yeah. your in your journey. Yeah. No, I totally. I think that that's a spot on assessment. Um, and I feel like I've taken us on a tangent from self worth, but <laughs> yeah. I think this is. I think this is important though, because I think if I had that missing perspective, 
perhaps, you know, that would increase my, my self-worth and, you know, that care we were talking about. So brought it back together. It's, it's relevant. <laughs> what else would you consider? You mentioned things like imposter syndrome and what else goes in this bucket of self-worth? Well, I'd say ongoing learning, um, mm. that you always should be developing yourself, um, reading something. I, I, you don't even have to read, listening to something, but opening yourself up to grow. Um, I would say that's definitely a way to elevate your self-worth. And can we define self-worth one more time? <laughs> definition <laughs> but I, I i think it's all encompassing though it, i think it's how you value i'd say your overall self i'm sorry y'all i have to look this up because i think i get the concept but i'm still just like okay it says another word for self-esteem so give me the definition confidence in one's own one one's own worth or abilities and so when you when you said um, imposter syndrome, that that did pop up. You know, I was like perked up a little bit because, you know, that is something that I struggle with, and and I always struggle with it because I'm like, it's imposter syndrome because I know that I don't know how to do the thing. <laughs> You're like, where's the drill? Is it the real thing or is it? I am an imposter. <laughs> you really and, and so I'm going I'm going to say this because I struggle with thinking that there is a a level of attainment in most areas that you have to be at in order to do something so I'll, I'll, I'll break this down for you okay for doctors doctors need to know how to do a surgery before they do the surgery right so that that's very apparent but if you are starting your own business do you need to know how to be an accountant the first day Probably not. You probably need to have access to an accountant by, you know, April 18th if you guys are, you know, thinking about that. But I, I like even in the different careers that I've been in, I think about my career growth. Like I started off as one thing and I slowly became another. Um, and then I slowly became another. And then sometimes I went back and did the thing that I did first. Or I did some random thing that's there. And I think that imposter syndrome is weird because I struggle with this concept of you are never whole or you never complete or you're never at your end destination. And so starting out in something not fully prepared, I don't think it's an imposter. I think you've identified one, you need to talk some to some people. So, so how you elevate, talk to some people, you need to love on yourself a bit and give yourself the space and the mindset to be prepared to take on the world. You need to actually learn some stuff because there may be things where you're short, right? So read a book, listen to a podcast and, you know, do whatever you need to do to learn some things. But I think that that's, I think it's a, a cynical process that never stops. And so maybe in my mind, I'm saying, unless you are at a point where they say you have to know this in order to do this thing, otherwise <laughs> you can get to where you need to be in time for for doing the thing or being the thing that you need to get to. But I, I I contrast that to the idea of if you always believe that you have to be at a particular point in order to move, you'll never get there, right? 
because that poem that keeps growing because you realize in life <laughs> you realize in life that you had a vision actually in the conversation i had with friends she was telling me that um, she joined this group to learn more about one thing. And then when she got to the group, she realized that there was so much more in that group. And she de she describes this this journey as she knew just enough to know that she wanted to be a part and that there was one thing that she learned. And then when she got in and she started to learn about that, she realized that there were three more things that she needed to learn. And then when you get in there, you realize that there's more things. And so if you are thinking that you are not qualified or, or you shouldn't be in a place if you are thinking that you don't belong i think you don't even know what it takes to be that thing so how could that ever be a true scenario so this is so i get all of that so i think our society has this is the problem of society because i think when we're talking about imposter syndrome, it usually comes up with things like work, but I also see it in things like parenthood as well. Imposter syndrome all the time. I mean But but, but apply that logic that you just said though. Like all of this stuff is in our heads. Think of a job description. Like a job description assumes you already know how to do the job. <laughs> right. That yeah. that ovaries is what makes you qualified to be a mother, like yeah. legitimately. And so I think that we've set these standards really high, right? Job descriptions have set that as the entry point mm -hmm. when really that's the aspiration. Yep. And so what I think, you I think need. that's so good. I, I never thought about it in that way, that, that the job description is the aspiration. I mean, in theory, it should be. Why would you yeah. want to do a job that you already know how to do? How boring is that? <laughs> Some people like that. There's a whole population of people who like to do what they know they're good at, but go ahead. <laughs> that's clearly not me. But I was just like, to me, that's the issue. And like to overcome this idea of imposter syndrome, you just need to believe in your ability to rise to that occasion. Yep. Right. That's or to elevate about. yourself, right? To elevate yourself, but not to believe that you're supposed to be somewhere that you're not. I think that's the critical flaw. Yeah. yeah. But, I, and I think that like, this makes me think of the, the inverse, that if you don't feel like an imposter, you're not, positioning yourself for growth. Like, so what you just said, if, if you're comfortable, if this is something you know you can do and you're super confident in it, then what are you doing with your life? Like, <laughs> I'm serious, putting it out there. Like, like if you're not struggling- I don't so wanna even, hire you. I yeah, don't wanna hire you. But I'm like, even like thinking about the other areas like motherhood, like in relationships, like if your kids don't force you to think about how you can be a better mother and you think that you've made it or that you are the perfect mom, there's some stuff that you're missing, right? Like, and some stuff that your kids will be missing because of your thought process. So if you're not growing, you're dead or killing people is the <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think we need to point out that killing people part. If you're not growing, you're killing people. That's what we need to be saying. <laughs> I mean, I think I think I've never I've never thought about imposter syndrome in this way. So I appreciate you opening up that conversation about it. Cause yeah, I think it's just a 
It's a shift. It's a mind shift. But I think it's also, it's going back to this social media that you're talking about of like, you know, creating these false sense of realities that are creating this standard that, you know, we're all just aspiring to. No one's really there. (laughs) So I'm like, any other things in this self-worth? This, this bore some fruit that I wasn't expecting. I was like, no, I think it was amazing. Let's cut it. Like, well, yeah, hopefully hopefully we gave y'all enough to think about on how to elevate your self-worth going forward. If you have any ideas, thoughts, and topics, feel free to send them our way anytime. But until next time, I'm your girl, Ava Marie. And I'm Shana Richard.